All right. Hey, what's going on out there? Hope y'all having a great day and a great week. Oh, of course, this is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. How y'all doing out there? Y'all have to bear with me a moment. I'm trying to get this audio right. But, hey, we're going to have a show today. That's the great part of it. But you know what? Oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, it sounds a whole lot better now. Okay, so, hey, welcome to the show, y'all. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. You're listening to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. And, um, very interesting show planned for you today. Some of you are going to agree and some of you not. And that's okay with me. That's okay. That's why we have a conversation, right? <laughs> I'm not saying I'm right about everything. I'm not saying I'm wrong about everything either. So either way, we're going to have us a good time today. Um, so with that being said, let me tell you how you be a part of the show. The first and easiest way is just to call me at 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericletts, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com. Don't forget our chat room is open at www.blog, B-L-O-G, talkradio.com, forward slash Mr. Talk. And, of course, if you got you have my email, you can send me email. If you, you know, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, the mother platforms you can hit me up there as well it doesn't matter when i'll respond i promise all right so <laughs> being said man you know whew, it's been a busy two weeks man i tell you i do apologize for not having a show last week but an unexpected um situation came up i had to go and deal with so i did, couldn't do a show but i'm here today that's right i'm here today and i thought i wasn't gonna be able to do one today because you know, blog talk, blog talk be tripping sometimes, man. They really do. I tried to log in earlier and said the site was under maintenance. How you how you put the site under maintenance at one two o'clock in the afternoon? Really? <laughs> but luckily for me, they went ahead and got it squared away. So here we are, ready to have a conversation, and um, it may be a conversation that some of you are tired of talking about. Some of you uh, don't want to talk about, and that's cool. That's cool. You know, you can listen. I'm I'm good with that because I'm I'm a week or so behind, and um, yeah, I got to talk about what I want. I got to talk about. Um, no, I did not listen to President Biden's State of the Union or uh, you know speech or not state of union or his whatever his 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 speech was, I did not listen to it. So I cannot comment on it, okay? I'm gonna have to go back and look and see what was said and so forth and so on. And honestly, I just wasn't interested. <laughs> I I'll be honest with you. I just wasn't interested. I wasn't. I mean, what can he actually say that hasn't been said already or promised to be done? Duh what i mean really so you know my interest waned on that one i'm like ah i'm not trying to hear all that nonsense right there because that's basically what it is get up there and say all these great things and then a year later be saying the same thing over again because we know for sure that the Republicans aren't going to agree or the Democrats ain't going to agree and the Libertarians, Independents, uh, 
all them other groups they want to label themselves as, they're not going to agree with some part of it. And it's just going to continue and continue. The cycle continues. We, we've talked about this cycle over and over and over again. And for some crazy reason, we just can't get away from it. <laughs> uh, that's the crazy part. We cannot get away from this cycle of the same thing over and over. It doesn't matter who's the president. It doesn't. Either way, we get the same results. Nada. Nick's nine. Nothing. So, whatever, man. <laughs> whatever. You know, once I said they crazy about jobs. Yeah, we, we need jobs. The other side come up with a plan for jobs. Then the side said they put jobs since the other side came up with it. Oh, no, we can't do it. But it creates jobs. Y'all decided y'all came up with we're not doing it. See, and vice and and so forth. And on the other side, come up with their their little plan. Then the other side, they know. I mean, it's just a circle, man. A circle that's that's never broken. And until that circle is broken, uh, don't expect too much. Okay, not on our lower end. I got. I have to say that on our lower end of the totem pole. Don't expect anything because we're not that important. Not when it comes to them idiots up there. Yes, I call them idiots because apparently they are, you know. But anyway, I don't know where that came from because that's not what I want to talk about initially. <laughs> but I, I thought I must let y'all know. I did not listen to the speech, okay? And I know usually I listen to them and I have a breakdown of what was said or what I thought was said. And, and it's just, I just, just wasn't that exciting. Yeah, it, it really wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. And plus, I went bowling anyway. So, you know, <laughs> my bowling was more important than sitting there listening to some guy tell me some, some tell me it's, it's peeing on my head, but tell me it's raining instead. No, 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 no. Just couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. But anyway, I want to talk about today, um, and I, I titled the show um, "Emotionally Compromised." And I, I, I really came up with this this title because I, I looked at the circumstances of how. America thinks, okay, how America thinks, especially uh, when certain things happen, certain events happen. And as I was thinking about that, you know, it just, I started looking at the events that were taking place. Then I looked at the, the shooting of uh, Makia Bryant, a 16-year-old girl, and some of the initial uh, responses to it were really interesting. I always tell y'all that you know, I, I'm not going to respond to something as soon as it happens because you don't get the whole, whole story. You never do. Okay. And then you have to walk back what you said or you take the backlash, what have you. Which the backlash is not really going to bother me. Um, but you have those like LeBron James, you know, that came out and you're next and everybody jumped on him and, well, if it was legit, I guess he could have took it, but it, it, 
the response for the shooting with the 16 year old girl really wasn't what everybody wanted it to be put it that way but we're gonna get into that in in, in a few minutes um yeah but the title of the show day is emotionally compromised and i think what happens is we allow the media yes the media to to uh uh set our emotions for us. What do we do? We set our, our emotions for us, especially when it comes to situations like shootings, police-involved shootings, especially when it involves a person of color. Okay? And with that type of conditioning program always being shoved down our throats, we become emotionally compromised because we we forget to have our own independent thought process take over. We do. We 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 our own thought process just goes away, and we begin to go with the main process. Yeah, and emotionally, it takes a toll on whoever. And that's why I came up with the title, Emotionally Compromised. Emotionally Compromised. Two weeks ago, the Derek Chauvin trial, they found him guilty on all charges. Okay, fine. Woo, woo. Everybody having the ball. You know, yay, 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 yay. Some yelling, justice was served. Justice was served. Well, no, justice was not served accountability for a change okay for a change accountability somebody was held accountable but justice was not served and what a lot of those individuals celebrating have forgotten is they still the sentencing hasn't taken place yet so even though he was found guilty how much time is he going to get you know how much time is he going to have to spend? They, are they going to give him the full 40, 45 years? Or are they going to cut it down to 12, 20? You know? And out of that time, whatever he's given, how much is he actually going to have to serve? See, these are all the things where you start yelling justice or what have you. You have to take it into consideration. Not to mention... This is just one instance, basically, one instance. But what about all the other ones that were legitimately wrong in killing now? Because as we finna find out, all instances aren't where there's an officer involved killing, shooting is not, you know, a, a crime or a wrongdoing. I don't care what the media tell you. But we're so used to them throwing that in our and pushing it, pushing it in our face to now we're just emotionally compromised on the thought process of that. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, you know, let's really stop jumping to conclusions every time we hear some people, okay? And why I'm saying this is because sometimes we make ourselves look bad. We really do. 
before all the information is in, before we can gather any uh, any evidence or what have you, we go jumping off the cliff. And then when someone else brings a different um, explanation to you, you don't want to hear it because you are so, so caught up in your emotions that have been riled up by our media and others being Crump, Jesse Jackson, not so much now, Al Sharpton, and all those other, you know, attorneys that just can't wait to try and get a civil action done or civil rights. Yeah, all them individuals. Nobody noticed that when the, the day it, it, the shooting actually happened, Ben Crump was on TV talking about it is a disgrace or blah, 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 blah. But as more information came out, okay, you haven't heard much from him. And in fact, the onus of the shooting of Micaiah Bryant has changed from Ulcer um, um, shooting her somewhat to the investigation of the Ohio foster care system. That itself should tell you that, yeah, somebody realized that it wasn't as they made it seem. But because we are emotionally compromised as a people, we don't believe our eyes, what our eyes are seeing. Because you're allowing your brain to overtake what your eyes are seeing and tell you something else. Now, let's get to talking about Micaiah um, Bryant shooting. Because, yeah, (laughs) I'm getting kind of ahead of myself here. But, yeah, let's talk about this. Okay, so y'all remember the 16-year-old black girl, um, police was called. And when the police was arriving, there was, you know, altercation took place and there was a whole bunch of stuff going on. And she had a knife in her hand. She was looked like she was going to stab the, look, the other girl and the officer shot her. Okay, so that's what we have. Okay, that's <laughs> that's what it was. Now, everybody. Well, why didn't he shoot her? Why did he? Why didn't he shoot her in the arms? Why didn't she, he shoot her in the leg? Now, let me explain something to you. And I did say explain. Let me explain something to you out there for those that have no idea what they're talking about at this moment. Okay. In the military, police forces, FBI, uh, any law enforcement or military, anyone that is licensed to carry a weapon, even when you go, if you um, permit, you know, you carry your pistol on your person, you go to the range. Never have you ever been told to aim for an arm or a leg. Okay, I'm just going to put it out there. This this is going to get to it, okay? Never have you been told to aim for an arm or a leg. You know why? Because aiming for an arm or a leg has a more chance of error or you missing than aiming set a mass. That's why the target is mid-torso up. No leg, no arms, okay? Abdomen, chest, neck, head. That's what you're aiming at, and that is how they are trained. 
This is not the old Western, you know, where the good guy shoots the, 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 the weapon out the bad guy's hand. No, it's not like that. Okay, that is not the way you're trained. Number two, y'all saying, well, he could how was he going to stop her when all of the, uh, the action was happening so fast? It's not like she was standing there just holding it, threatening um, that woman in the pink. She wasn't doing that. She had to rear back. And the motion the way she had ripped, she was going to do some damage to that girl. So now, as a law officer, or even in the military, I have to make a decision. Do I wait for her to stab her, then try to do her? Do I try and run up on her and grab her before she stabs her? Do y'all realize it takes like less than an eighth of a second to stab someone before your brain even comprehends what's going on? I'm talking about the stabby. Yeah. So what you want this officer to do is run up there, be heroic, tackle her, and then everybody's fine. Right? That's what he could have done. Superman, Flash, and all that put together. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, that wasn't going to happen. That wasn't going to happen. I'm not saying it was not possible, but the chances of him making it before she stabbed him, that other girl, man, yeah, was slim, very slim, because of the emotion and the 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 uh, what I'm, I'm talking, looking for energy that was that was being portrayed. Yeah, he wasn't going to make that. He had to figure out what the heck was going on. It was so much going on at the time. The immediate danger was the 16-year-old stabbing the other person. That was the immediate danger. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now, I'm going to give you the picture that everybody remembers, right? The picture everybody remembers. But how about... The initial start, okay? Now, let me back up for a moment. Let me back up. Now, they said um, McCallows was the one who called the the um, nine one one. Called nine one one. Well, the grandmother says no, it was not Michaela who called. It was her younger sister who called that was living at the house there also. Okay? Now, here's what the grandmother said. So there's uh, some misinformation there in itself. But what do we what do we know from what the video shows is Michaela and this other girl getting into it from a, in front of the back of a car all the way to the sidewalk. Okay? Now, after that happens, she hops up and goes after the girl in the pink. 
this is where I, this is why I say we are so emotionally uh, um, compromised because we only look at one side of, of an issue like this. Now, here's where I start looking at some things. I'm like, wait a minute. Let's really talk about this. Um, nobody to this day, except in passing, has mentioned that man in the blue kicking that girl on the ground. Now, here's another thing. The officer, when he got out, you know, once he realized, he said, get up, stop, stop, get up, you know, get up, get up, right? The guy that was kicking the girl in the blue, he backed up. He backed up. So you can't say that the, the commands were not heard, right? He said it wasn't heard. But let's stay on the man that was kicking the girl. The report said there were at least two male adult males on that scene. And when the police arrived, after the police shot Micaiah, one said, I saw the whole thing. Now, here's my point I'm trying to make on this. Everybody want to blame the officer for shooting her, but what about them two men that could have broken that whole thing up before he even got started to that point? Nobody wants to talk about that. Umar Johnson, the, with his six degrees and his knowledge of everything that is really nothing, says anybody who defends the officer is a coon. Well, I guess I'm a coon because I looked at it differently. You got two grown men, men standing up there, and you tell me they can't stop all that going on? Apparently not because one decided to get involved and started kicking somebody laying on the ground, a, a woman. The issue number two, apparently reports say that Michaela was the only child involved in the altercation. The only child involved. Everybody else was uh, apparently adults. Yeah. You kind of see what I'm saying. It's one of those where, come on now. Come on. Let's really look at this and stop allowing ourselves to be emotionally compromised. Because that's where we are. That's where we are. You're yelling and you're screaming. Yeah, he shouldn't have shot her. He shouldn't have shot her. Well, them two men standing out there should have tried to stop it before he even got to that point. But yet one chose to join in. But nobody saw that on the video. And then all the so-called narration of what really happened is being given by people who weren't even there. They weren't even at the scene. They're just going by what somebody told them. But because we are so emotionally compromised, that's what we go on. Get our emotions all up and yeah, yeah. And you don't even know the whole freaking story. You don't know the whole freaking story. Now, I'm going to tell you just how emotionally compromised we are. There was a story recently where two Chicago police officers rushed a kid to the hospital that had been shot during a drive-by shooting. 
They didn't, well, I'm not talking about the ambulance. They picked the child up, okay, and took him to the hospital, and that saved his life. You didn't hear about that, did you? No, because it's not going to get you emotionally roused. It's not going to continue to feed into the, the compromise that they want you to be thinking. I know that didn't sound right, but you know what the heck I'm trying to say. They, that's not going to help brainwash you, okay? That's all I'm going to say. See, I chose emotionally compromised to be nice, but hey, you're brainwashed. You have been brainwashed, 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 and you haven't even realized it. So all these individuals that are up running, yelling, talking about, well, you know, he was wrong, officer was wrong, blah, 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 blah. Then they quieted down now. Now they want to go and attack the foster care system in the state of Ohio. You see how easy they pivot from one one end to the other just to maintain that emotional compromise of the people? And it's easy to do because we allow them to do it. And it's so bad. This lady named Hazel Bryant, who says she's supposed to be um, the girl's aunt, said the body cam doesn't show the truth of what occurred. Then she goes on to say she says she didn't personally witness the incident, but arrived at the scene soon after. She described her niece as so loving and kind. Well, she may have been loving and kind at one time, but on that day, she wasn't trying to love nothing but that knife going inside that girl in the pink. It's fact. That is what happened. Y'all know, I call it like I see it. After watching that video, oh, man, over and over, different angles, what have you, that is what happened. Stop letting these news media people emotionally compromise us. Or not even them. Those those so-called woke black folk. Those woke white folk. Stop listening to them all the time because they really have no clue what's really going on. They are just as much part of the problem as the media. But nobody wants to say it. Well, I say it. It's fact. And we've been uh, uh, told this so much over and over and over. We're just emotionally compromised now. We don't look at things the way they are. We look at them as we are told. And that's a dangerous thing right there. Very dangerous thing. And then Umar Johnson, oh, my goodness. Oh, man. You know, Dr. Umar, he he has some good points at times. But on this one, yeah, if I I got to be a coon, then I will be a coon. I'm sorry. Because you calling me a coon is not going to change what I have seen, not what I let someone else tell me. I'm going to tell you all a secret. You want to really know what's going on? When you watch these videos, turn the sound off. Turn the sound off and just watch. With no narration, no nothing, and just watch. 
But let's get back to Umar. Umar. <laughs> Umar say at the time they are. Um, let's see what where was he get. Um, yeah, he said he's witnessed lunch lady, lunch room ladies, and security guards disarm people with knives. You know, without firing a shot, that they didn't have a weapon, and so forth and so on. And he would, you know, he just went on the the, the top of he black. He's he has seen elderly black women and elderly black black men take knives and other weapons out of the hands of students during lunchroom riots. You mean to tell me a trained armed police with a bulletproof vest can't get the knife out of the hand of a sixteen-year-old? That's what Umar said. And he went on to use the the um, examples of Dylan Roof and a couple of other mass killers that were treated so well by the officers. Okay, I'm not saying that was right. But what this situation I'm talking about here, Umar is wrong as a, I don't know what. I don't know what he was watching. He need to stop watching a lot of movies. <laughs> but see, this kind of rhetoric is what continues to keep uh, um, this this nonsense going. It is. I'm not now. I'm not saying that all these shootings are justified. I'm not saying that. So don't say Mr. Talk say all shootings. No, I'm talking about this one instance here. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. And it is my opinion from watching the video over and over again, that also didn't have a choice in what he, he, well, he had a choice. He could have just stood there and yelled, stop police, stop police, stop police. And the girl would have stabbed the other girl. Then you have two victims. Then you would have been yelling, well, why didn't he stop her from? No. Why didn't them grown men stop them from doing that in the beginning? See, that's another thing wrong. We're too caught up in, instead of stepping in and putting a stop to some of this nonsense that's going on that's causing these individuals to be shot, we'd rather grab our phone and start videoing because World Star is more important to us than helping someone save their life. Yeah, I said it. Y'all know I always say, I'm going to tell you like I feel. I mean, I'm going to tell you like it is. Hey, Mariah, thank you for hanging out. Okay? It's easy. We can stop a lot of this if we put the dang on phones down and step in and stop it before it gets to a point to where law enforcement has to be called. But yet we're too busy trying to record every dang on thing, trying to become that five-minute star on World Star, YouTube, Facebook, whatever you posting your crap to, Facebook Live. In my opinion, that's the worst thing that could have happened, Facebook Live. Because everybody got to go to Facebook Live. You took something that was good and helpful and has has turned it around now because it has allowed you to become emotionally compromised to the point to where you ain't trying to help anyone. You're too busy trying to record it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
But nobody wants to talk about that. It's easier to point the finger at somebody else than to stop and take a deep look and say, hey, there's some issues we have that we, we, we need to fix. <clears throat> Excuse me, that we need to fix. Because we have allowed others to tell us what we should be thinking, what we should be doing. I'm just, you know, perplexed at it myself. I'm trying to figure out really what it is. What is causing this? So maybe it's time to, to, to check your emotions, you know, to really back up for a moment and look and say, what the heck is going on? Am I guilty of that? Would I want to step in and help, or would I grab my phone and start recording? No one decided to step in and pull their phone out and record those two officers rushing that young man to the hospital and save his life. No, why? Because they were doing something good. We're so caught up in, in the negative and the wrongdoing and wanting to blame somebody just to make ourselves feel good. And then, of course, you have the attorneys, the ambulance chasers running in, having conferences, and, yeah, stirring up emotions. And, yeah, we fall for it every time. Well, I'm not going to be one to fall for it. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. It's nine. Me ain't. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, I'm done with that for a moment, and I see I got a couple of people on the, on the line here want to talk. So we're gonna bring them, bring them in here real quick before we go to the next one. Uh, let's see, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? What you got for me? Did you have a good weekend, Derek? My weekend was wonderful. Well, thank you for asking, Joe. Yeah, because I know you always have a good weekend. Every time I ask, and you always say, my weekend was wonderful. Mm, yeah. I know. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> hey, can yep. you go a little bit further into the two guys that were there? Because I didn't know two guys were there. I heard about the guy kicking the uh, the woman on the ground. Mm-hmm. So can you go further into what the two guys were doing and why you think one of them or two of them would have broken up the fight before it started. Because, number one, it doesn't give, you know, that's the other interesting thing. It doesn't say much about those individuals, uh-huh. you know, just, you know, that they were there. And I noticed them during the video. Okay, but it doesn't, and see, doesn't say, it doesn't say much about who, you know, who was really involved besides Michaela was the only um, um, child involved in it. Uh-huh. And, you know, and they got one of the guys that I saw the whole thing. And you can hear him saying that on the video. But other than that, it doesn't say much about him, which, okay. you know, leads, leads to, to, to my interpretation that, yeah, this could have been stopped. Because right, when, because we, actually when Michaela and the first girl went to the ground on the, um, on the sidewalk, the one guy in the blue was right there. He ran behind him. And instead of stopping her at the time, he decided to kick the girl that was on the ground. So, yes, he could have stopped her right then. Hmm. Okay. 
Because I yeah. don't know anything about it. Because every time um, a new incident starts, um, I'm not even interested anymore. Because it's always inflamed. It's always um, right. The mainstream media is always blowing it out of proportion. And then when you hear about it about a week or two later, then you find out there are new facts. Plus, I saw the picture, and I saw the uh, the girl with the knife. And that knife, you shoot the girl. That was not a little <laughs> old pen knife. No, it wasn't. It yeah. wasn't. Looked like it was a fillet knife or something for fillet well, and fish. A, yeah, that was a big ass knife. So yeah, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. And I say, and the, the way she had her arm back, yeah, uh-huh. she wasn't playing. She was uh-uh. not gonna stop. Okay, what they say? Oh, and so, you know what they did say? They said the cop shouldn't have um, shouldn't have shot her because she was involved in a knife fight. And they should have left her and the other girl alone. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. <laughs> if it's a, if it's two people coming after each other with knives, that's not the time to stop. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Well, well, I don't Joe, know much about it, so I'm not even going to comment that much about well, it. Well, Joe, yeah. you know, it's, it's crazy because... People, they just believe what they've been told or what they've been told to look at in the mm-hmm. video. They don't look at the whole video. They just right. look at that one and, and and choose a side. Okay. In this instance, it was a black girl and a police officer mm-hmm. on the day of Derek, Derek Chauvin's um, tr- verdict. So, yeah, most people go, yeah, it's the police officer's fault. But in this instance, it wasn't his fault. Hmm. He didn't, I mean, as I said earlier in the show, this is not the Westerns. He just can't shoot the knife out her hand. You yeah. know, he can't just shoot her in the leg like they want him to do because that's not the way he is trained. Right. Hell, that's not the way our military is trained. Mm-hmm. So, especially not in a tense situation like that. No, you're not trying to, to shoot for no legs. None. You're trying to shoot for mid, torso, or head. Period. That is your training. Did he um did he give her a command, stop, 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 anything like that? Well he told him to, to get up, stop it, get up. Yeah, when they first started. And that's when she hopped up and ran toward the other girl. Okay. All right. So at yeah. least he did give a command. He was yeah. telling them to stop, but they they didn't obey the command. Okay. Well see and and that's when people say, No he didn't, but yes he did, because if you look at the guy that was kicking the girl he stopped and backed up immediately. So that tells me that he did give a command and they heard him. Right. <clears throat> well, um, like I said, I didn't. I didn't pay attention to it. I didn't watch any videos. I didn't. I just wasn't interested. It was just to me another incident that I knew that the press was going to take advantage of. So I didn't even want to be bothered with it, as, even as an onlooker. Yeah. And then the other other thing is, well, why did he have to shoot her four times? Yeah, those individuals that, that have never fired a weapon in, in the middle of a heated exchange, you just don't pull the trigger and stop. <laughs> no, you, you know, know. You I just mean, don't do that. Flowing, yeah. Yes. Mm. No, you just don't do that. So, you know, and then Umar Johnson, when him, you know, inflaming the flame, fan, the flames, you know, they just, uh, anyway, yeah. So, <laughs> P. Yankee is on the line. I'm sure he has something interesting to say. So we're going to bring him in, if you don't mind, Joe, for oh, a I few don't minutes. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, Pianki, welcome to the show. What you got? Eric, you have laid it out perfectly. Man, I just really I feel so proud after hearing you give that description. <laughs> I really do. Oh, boy. I really do. I ain't blowing smoke. I really do. That's very, very. And see, what you, everything you said was dead on. You are looking at a decrepit culture that lies within, quote, unquote, black society in the United States. Not everybody. But this section gets so much attention. I'm going to tell you another thing. I believe that these black sheeps and these families are being sacrificed. Uh, just like you said, that the adults should have stopped that. Mm-hmm. So what happens when the police come and shoot one? Now it's settlement time. Mm. Think about it. <laughs> you're right. You're, you're right. It's settlement time. It's a mm. black sheep in the family that ain't never done no good, and they're hard-headed and everything else. Now it's settlement time. It was that other case with this 42-year-old father dropped out of school and couldn't read, and then he gets killed. I can't think of his name. There's been so many here lately. Now what they're trying to do, oh, that's right. That's where they, the, the court won't release the video right away. Oh, in North Carolina. Yeah. In North Carolina, Brown. I think his last name, and, Brown, or something like Anthony, that. Antonio Brown. He had a rap sheet of over 108 pages. This person has been a problem for a long time. Mm. So why come the parents ain't pulled him aside, the family, and try to straighten him out? No. They let it continue. Now it's settlement time. Hmm. <laughs> wow. You know what, so, yeah. I, I thought about that, but I, I forgot to mention that. But thank you for bringing that up because you're right. You're right. No, that was a lot look of at that damn look at LeBron look James going to make a tweet say, tell him this police officer that he next. He next to what? Exactly. What kind of behavior is that? Why come the NBA have not suspended him, uh, caused some actions against that type of behavior? That's ridiculous behavior. How many kids were sacrificed to produce just one him throughout his <laughs> tenure? I'm talking about... Thousands of kids with mothers had to get them up, had to provide transportation to get them to uh, games in order to provide him with the competition that he needed in order to perfect his skills. You know, and honestly, when when he said that, I went back. I was like, man, that's too early for that, LeBron. That's too early. Now I don't have a I don't have a problem with athletes, you know, making statements. But before you make a statement, get the facts first. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Get the facts first. Because that really made him look really, really stupid. I'm not I'm going stupid and uninformed. And that black man it really did. That black man kicking that girl in the head, just like you said, you had grown ass men there grown well, come, they should have took care of that problem in the house. Should have never came out on the street. That's the only black family on that whole block, by the way. Making you and I look bad. It kind of him kicking her in the head remind me of, of the black man that tried to stomp Kyle Rittenhouse, and he lucky. He just lucky that that kid did not shoot him in self defense. 
Hmm. You got an opportunity to live another day. You don't do things like that. That's ridiculous, man. But anyway, I nope. really appreciate your commentary. Well, I'm going to continue you. to listen. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. But, yeah, I agree with you. You know, and like I say, we done ah, been conditioned so much to we're just emotionally emotionally compromised. We just we don't worry about that no more. As you say, and you bring up a good point. What is it? Settlement time. Settlement time. And, Joe, you know, I say this a lot. If they get the settlement, the officer walking. That's why I was really surprised about Chauvin. I was actually surprised Chauvin um, didn't got it. Well, I was surprised he was convicted of all three charges and just not of the lesser ones. So, you know, it's accountability. That surprised me, too. But when Maxine Waters and the so-called president opened up their mouths just before the um, the sentencing, and people are believing that because they were so-called sequestered that they were not going to hear that. And don't forget, the jury, they were threatened by the crowd outside the courthouse, and they heard that Black Lives Matter said if, if, that, um, if Chauvin doesn't get acquitted, doesn't get convicted, rather, we're going over to the houses of the jurors. That is, um, is jury tampering. Well, you know, once again, Joe, you know, it, <laughs> you know, I, I, maybe it did, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. Um, I, you can't speak for the jury. I know a couple have come out and said certain, uh, a few things about, you know, why they chose the verdict they did. Apparently, though, from what I've read, there was one juror who really wasn't decided on the guilt. And, you know, they had to be convinced, I guess, you know, which is interesting in itself. But uh, Oh, yeah. But they were very yeah. easily convinced once they heard that uh, Black Lives Matter was very interested in um, joining into going over to, the, to their neighborhoods. And I can't even blame them. Who's going to stop Black Lives Matter or Antifa if they want to go on a rampage? Well, number one, who the heck is Black Lives Matter? I mean... I mean, let's be honest. The, the, there are a, a part of Black Lives Matter that's peaceful and protests, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's this other group that's called Black Lives Matter. But are they really a part of Black Lives Matter? Antifa, you know, all these other groups? Or is it a combination of everybody going in and just said, yeah. But then again, if you can make the threats, uh, uh, oh man, Joe, that's 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 a hard one to try and figure out. It really you know is what? because it can be, but it couldn't be at the same time. It could be just rhetoric that was put out there, you know, just just to make the verdict seem like that's why it was it it turned out the way it did. Uh-huh. Or maybe, just maybe, the jurors, you know, saw it. With I mean, let's be honest, with the, the, the way that the um, prosecution put up their case. Man, that was a lot of video, and the more and more you watch it, I'm sure you you know you remember it, especially the part about his his knee his knee on his back or neck, whatever they want to call it. But him calling out for his mama and so forth and so on, I'm sure that left some kind of um. Oh, and, and the, then oh, the, it made an imprint. And yeah, no doubt then, about the, then the 
Then the, the witnesses getting up there crying on the stand, which I thought was brilliant. You know, mm-hmm. I really thought that was. But I said, man, that's that's a move right there. That emotional tie-in. Of but course. Regardless, <laughs> you know. So maybe you know they had that imprint in their mind when they finally. I mean, even, let's think because they didn't deliberate long. They really did not deliberate that's what I'm long. Getting to. It only took ten hours. Usually, it's going to yeah. take a lot longer. Plus, they convicted them of all charges. They yeah. didn't just convict them of the lower charges. They convicted them of the higher charges, too. But you know what? The defense wasn't, from what I understand, I didn't even watch the video. I heard the defense wasn't all that good. but It really wasn't. You know what, though? Because the trial, because of, of Biden and because of uh, Maxine Waters, they can appeal. They might have a good grounds for appeal. You know what's so interesting about that, Joe? Mm-hmm. Why would the judge even mention that, give that option? There you go. Yeah, why would he even give that option? You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know, okay, that may be grounds for him. Why, why are you saying that? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's like advising him. Yeah, at the end. That's, well, that's we know, exactly right. I mean, we already, know he, he, uh-huh. we already know he gets the appeal anyway, but... Okay, yeah, that's that's a good ground right there. Maybe you, should, you know say, well, he was trying to help the defense on that one. There you this go. is your grounds for appeal right here. Now, if you take it and use it right, you may be able to, to you know, get off, get him off, or getting his sentence mm-hmm. short. And that's the other thing. Everybody's excited and cheering, but he still hasn't been sentenced. So the question is, you know, is he gonna get the full forty? Is he gonna get twelve, twenty, third? I mean, what what is the sentence gonna be? And how much time does he actually have to serve? See, well, once again, those are questions nobody really, really mm-hmm. uh, thought about, I think. Let me bring Pianki back in. I know he probably got something to add to this. Pianki, are you there? You want to add anything? Well, they'll appeal after the sentencing because the sentence may be no time. So they wouldn't appeal that. But uh, the... One, I think the jury should have been sequestered. They could go home, and some of their relatives could call them up and talk to them. Then, too, you got Maxine Water with her dumb butt as an elected <laughs> official going to that going to that state. Where are the other? They should have ran her out of there. That's totally irresponsible. You're going to go leave your state, California, and go to another state and try – to coerce people, a jury, is basically what you were talking to, the jury, in order to make to come back with a guilty decision. Mm-hmm. Well. And see, if it was a regular person, it wouldn't be no problem, probably. But she's an elected official, and people listen to her. So, anyway. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, I guess that's the next big thing we'll be waiting on. The sentencing and the, I think it got pushed back actually, didn't it? I think it got pushed back a couple of months. I don't know. I think I read that somewhere. I can't pull up my phone at the moment. But yeah. So you know, we we'll see. We will see what goes on with that. And um, and you know another thing too, uh you look at the hypocrisy in the double and triple standards. Why in the hell is Cuomo still in office? Where are the mass marches by women rights groups? 
for all the things he's been accused of. Where is the I believe her group? <laughs> uh, honestly, I think they, they've had the 15 minutes of fame um, because they've gone after some of the what they probably consider the, the biggest men in the country. So now, you know, Como is just like, okay, whatever. You know, that, you know, yeah, no, I mean, but, no, I got a different, I got a different take on that. I got, um, cause, um, you don't hear about it now. And I'm thinking Cuomo capitulated because don't forget the Democrats went after a Democrat. That doesn't happen. So when they did that, he resisted, but they still went after him and they found seven, seven women who said, yep, he molested me or he did something to make me feel uncomfortable. I think he, um, he irritated the powers that be. Then he got uh, he, he he got a lesson. He got slapped across his face, letting him know, "Yeah, you're the governor, but so what?" I think he capitulated, and I think they um, they got him in line now. And I think they're going this is going to die down because they got him in line to let him know he's not the big dog that he thought he was. Well, look at the people he killed in That's the nursing home. That there should be enough. His, what he done in the nursing home should be enough to get him out of office. He should be. I don't understand the people of New York. I really don't. As a matter of fact, I don't understand a lot of people around this country anymore. <laughs> they got to put yeah. tape. Wait a minute. They have to put tape on the floor for Joe Biden to stand stand on to step in in order to lead him where he's supposed to be. Well, that's that's and standard. They, that, that that's standard, though. Well, wait a minute. Everybody. Yeah, but. You know it's going on because somebody, someplace they left out the right foot tape, so he was limping. He also he limped. He also walked off camera one time. Okay. And he, he doesn't even know where he is. He just walked off camera. If they led tape to the end of the stage, he'd walk right on off into oblivion. <laughs> yeah, he would. Man, y'all hard on that man. <laughs> that man just trying to trying to make it through. Trying, trying to figure out what's going uh, on. He's a Y'all hard on that man. You know huh? what, though? I said he's a natural-born idiot. The thing is, I listened, I, I listened to a compilation. Well, I was watching a compilation of his gaps, And then I remember how people accused Trump of being an idiot. So this morning, I downloaded a compilation of um, Trump's gaps. He does sound like an idiot because Trump, Trump sounds like an idiot for a different reason, though, than, uh, than, <laughs> than Biden does. Trump suffers from what I, you know, there's a condition called spoonerism, and it's not really a disease. It's when you have two thoughts in your mind at the same time, and Mm. you don't express one um, coherently because you're trying to mix the two, so you you sound like a fool, and that's what Trump does, because Trump's not an idiot. I mean, you don't get to be a billionaire by being a fool. But um, with Biden, he's um, he's got something cognitively wrong with his neural uh, network. He's just approaching dementia. <laughs> you know what, though? That wouldn't be surprising at his age. That wouldn't be surprising. Yeah, I know. You know, that really wouldn't be. If you take a look at who was that, Roosevelt? Which one had the stroke in office? And his wife oh, basically was, Franklin. was yeah. Franklin, yeah. His wife was running the country, basically, and nobody knew it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so. Eleanor was um yeah. I didn't wasn't Eleanor or Franklin something like fourth or fifth cousin. 
Something like that. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, they were supposedly related somewhere down the line. Yeah. Now, depending on your family, you know, once you get past the first, second, or third cousin, it don't count. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> so I don't know. Unless you're rich, and then everybody wants to be your cousin. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're dead. Oh, I was his cousin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, well, you know, uh, a pressing thing with this administration that uh, the Trump administration was working on daily at the uh, shift over to the defense of this nation and its nuclear deterrent. I, ICBMs, we still on those Minuteman 3, which is over 50 years old. Russia and China is constantly developing. And, you know, Eric Hughes in the military. Heck, if you don't maintain that deterrent, you'll tell them what happened. Now, will they bomb cities? That would probably be the last thing, but they will work to diffuse and disarm the United States military. And, of course, if we don't give up, which I don't think the people ever would get up, then they're going to start bombing cities. Well, you know, you know the interesting thing about that thought process right there? It's flawed a little bit, Pianchi. Now, from what they tell they fight in, in public about, yeah, you know, yeah, we falling behind what they fight in public about because they they want to continue, you know, to get their little money and, 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 and furnish their little contract, defense contractors, their little side, side money, whatever. However, what the public don't know is the United States never stopped. They never stopped. They, 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 <laughs> trust me, they never stopped. There's some stuff out there, and Trump said it. There's some stuff out there that will shark your mind. We have it. Trump told that. That's one reason why they kind of got mad at him, because he told it. When he was he was well, messing you know, around Putin with already, Kim Jong-un. Huh? Putin has already tested Biden with his latest go-around with the Ukraine. Look. <laughs> you know... And, and it, you know the interesting thing about Ukraine, you know what they fighting over? An oil pipeline. That's what they really fighting over. The access to oil pipeline that's supposed to run through the, through that part of the, the world. That's what they fighting about. That's why Putin ain't trying to let it go. And now Ukraine said, no, we need to be, yeah. And that's why they're like, yeah, we're going to start with Ukraine, yeah. That's what fights but are that's always what it over is. the other country's natural resources. Fights yeah. aren't over democracy. Right. Even in Syria, you know, the pipeline supposed to run through those. Yeah, it, it, it's just crazy. But they're not going to let you know that because then that, get, that gives you a, a whole different uh, vision or, or view of what our government is really about. But that's it. <laughs> well, they're not working on no Green New Deal, yeah. and uh, this uh, this planet cooling. The reason why the planet is cooling because you had a solar minimum with the sun. <clears throat> but uh, that's not told. Of course, people, young people nowadays don't is, is not taught like we were. I don't know about you, Eric, but hey, we was taught chemistry. We was taught biology. We was what you mean about you don't know about me? What you know what you mean you don't know about me? You're probably like young. Look, I had wood shop. I had wood shop home ec. 
Yeah, I had chemistry and all. I hated it, but yeah, I had it all. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. He so, was being complimentary, yeah. Eric. He was saying you're okay, being that's what too it was. young. Uh huh. No, I still may be too young. You just got out of high school. You just got out of high school two, three yeah, years ago, didn't you? Uh-huh. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Look, I wish. <laughs> I wish, man. I truly wish. But um okay, so we we're gonna keep an eye on that and see what happens. Y'all know when whatever the sentencing happened and Como get pushed out. Hey, in fact, they trying to recall um Newsom in California. Apparently he they have enough signatures now to actually get it on the next ballot, which will be interesting in itself. Now, the funny part is Caitlyn Jenner is talking about running for governor. Really? 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 I mean, <laughs> well, he's against he or huh? she's against males participating in female sports. At least that's well, a good sign. Well, but in you know, in this age of of political correctness and get your vote, he should have said the opposite, the other thing. He's gonna lose right, a whole see? lot. He's gonna lose a whole lot of votes behind now. That's one. right, because he was. I was saying he was he she. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call him a she because she he did uh, do all that. Um, all that transformation, except for cutting it off. Well, he still look like Bruce. Yeah, he does. He's, he's only what is he? Sixty, sixty-five, sixty-six. He's gonna look like he's gonna look like a guy no matter what. <laughs> True that. You know, but the, he would have. She would have. Um, she would have been the, my uh, my first bet to win um, the gubernatorial nomination because she's a transgender. But when she comes out with that. Uh, belief that um, transgenders don't belong in the women's sports, uh, she is going to lose a lot of votes. So, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know the LGBTQRSTUVHYZ are going to jump right. right in there. there you, <laughs> you know, and and they have become over the the last few years one of the most the strongest voting blocks there is out there. Mm. You know, because honestly, they're a mixture of everybody. They're just not you know one demographic. Or ethnicity, I guess you can say. So that that is important. And if you notice, man, I've been watching. You know, I love the WNBA, but I have noticed lately a lot of the WNBA players are coming out. If you had a question, now you know a lot of them are coming out marrying their significant others of the same sex. And I'm like, okay. This used to be a hidden thing, but now, okay, we just going public with it and everything. I mean, I'm talking about the game's biggest stars, not just the nobodies. You know, the league right. MVPs and stuff. I'm like, okay, if that's not a sign, I don't know what is. But yeah, but that's, I. You know what I thought you were going to say? I thought you were going to say they uh, they came out and they were against transgenders joining them. Oh no. I don't know. You know what? No one, I don't think they have. You know, have you noticed how there's certain topics that sports um, leagues and certain organizations just stay away from? And basically, that is, I think that is a league that's going to stay away from that. And the NBA. That would be interesting, too. Now, yeah. I don't think well, any, look, I don't think anybody, any of them want to try and go into a football locker room, professional football locker room right now. I don't think that would be well, a good thing to the, do. During the Obama administration, you had that one football player come out. Remember him? He, well, that, well, that's different. He came out gay, yeah. 
I understand that. And there was one that was drafted. He didn't play long, but he was drafted. And there's others that have played in the league for years that, you know, came out after retirement and said, yeah, you know, I'm gay. Okay. But what I'm talking about is transgender now trying to go into the NFL, you know, openly, openly, because we have to say openly, um, and not face repercussions. I mean, let's be honest. Well, a male, the, the, the male locker room, especially the football, is so full of testosterone. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you just imagine? Well, wait a minute. The heck, well, what? If you have had men in men in skin that was actually considered female by themselves, then why come you can't have female sportscasters come in and do interviews in the locker room when they butt naked? She's a female. Well, you know what? You know what? And you know what the thing about that was, Pianchi? They fought for that right. They fought for that right. Um, because when it did happen before, you know, they came up with all these rules and laws, they could go in, but, the, you know, the players were like, we're not getting dressed just because you up in here. You're just going to see it swaying, you know, or, you know, make some cruel remark or what have you. So, you know, I think that's, that is what the big battle was. So, you know, hey, let's just keep them out of here. And, of course, they fought to go in while they changing and stuff. So that's what they do. You know, and, and sometimes, you know, a lot of them are manly looking anyway. So, I mean, ladies, don't get mad at me for saying it, but I got to say it. Some of them are manly looking anyway, so the guys really don't pay them no attention. You know? so that, was a stup- <laughs> that was a stupid hill to die on, the right to go into the locker room after a game. Are you out of your freaking mind? Why would you care? <laughs> you can't wait for them to, to get dressed before you interview them? That was mm. the stupidest battle. <laughs> See, Joe agrees with me. <laughs> but hey, they won. They won that. They won it, so they can do it. Now, the thing is, you know, you get what you get when you go in there. But most teams have a thing to where um, each player has to do, you know, an interview after the game. You know, so once they get dressed, they go to the little platform and they get the little questions. So they they try to, you know bridge away from the female going in there. But there are some that just insist on going. So if they go, they go. You know? Well, things are so screwed up. Look at Major League Baseball pulling the All-Star game and going to Colorado. Well, Colorado's voter requirements and ID is more stringent than Georgia. Then you got Joe Biden calling Georgia Jim Crow, whereas he's from Delaware, right? Yeah. Delaware don't yeah. have the things that Georgia have that blacks say is oppressing them. You know, that's interesting. And honestly, um, I don't really have much to say about it. Hey, Major League Baseball want to pull a game, they pull a game. You know. Yeah, it's going to be a They should use a better reason, shouldn't they? Yeah, you, have, hey, I, hey. you would hope they would. You would hope they would, but if if they're, you know, I, I guess Major League Baseball is saying, well, eh, if we stay, we're going to get a lot of pushback. If we go, you know, the lesser two evils, we'll go. But we'll take the pushback, we'll go. You know, look at all the black vendors at that stadium. You know, after the advent of Maynard Jackson and what he done 
uh, positive things to produce black businesses, especially in the airport. When you walk through the airport, many of them concessions and restaurants are ran owned by blacks coming out of that proposal and that deal he done. But the thing is, is that the Major League Baseball pulling the All-Star game out of Atlanta is hurting black businesses. And then they're saying that the legislature, which they have a right to do because of what the Constitution says, says the legislature is acting out against black folks. All this stuff has got completely out of control. And see, here's the thing. Back when all this started, you could not pinpoint exactly what was going on. Only those who had experience, well-studied and research could see what was going on. Now it's starting to come out into the light what a common person should be able to see what's going on and how hypocritical it is. Yeah, but what is the answer to that, though? You can see it, but really, can you do anything about it? No. Because as I said earlier in the show, it's a cycle that just goes round and round and round. It's a cycle. We play this game all the time. Play the game all the time. I mean, so you and I wh- why, why should we be surprised? You why and should I we have be surprised? It what it is for years. We call it the political theater. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, it is. Congress should go after the, the Major League Baseball on the anti Clayton Antitrust Act. There's another one out there, too. I can't think of his name. But Major League Baseball basically got a lockdown on baseball teams. You remember I the mean, suit that they? You remember ahead. the suit that brought about the Montreal teams? Uh, Montreal teams uh, was trying the to expose the Montreal Expos. Yeah, the Expo. Yeah, it was exposed, and it might have been another one. I can't think of his name. Toronto but Blue they Jays. done that. Yeah, they done that because they couldn't get into the normal league, so they was gonna say, "Well, we form a league up here," and then Major League Baseball reneged a little and took them in. Well, and. <laughs> well, I, I was about to say that. I mean, what other leagues are there? You know, they have the minor leagues, you know, and they have teams spread out, triple-A, double-A, single-A. You know, I don't know what – I guess triple-A is the top the, the top level of the minor leagues. I don't know. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, they have that. Then you take a look at the NBA. You know, really the NBA, they got the G League now and the D League, right? And the NFL. about them. Yeah, basically, college is the NFL proving ground. Right. You know, cause every time, yeah. because every time they get a spring league started, they don't have enough money or financial backing to make it through a season. You know, mm-hmm. so, I mean, if you, and I guess if, if you're going to go after one, you have to go after all of them. You know, but if like you do, you, you got to have your ducks. Yeah, you're going to have to have your ducks in a row, though, because you're going to have to prove it, you know, that they actually have a monopoly. And, they're going to say, well, not really, because take the WNBA. Even though, you know, you have pro league here, when they're not playing here in the States, most, the majority of them are overseas playing in leagues overseas. So they're not stopping them from going anywhere. They just say, you know, when it's time, you know, when your time is up over there and our season is going, you just come play for us. Yeah. I, I, 
I don't know. Now, I guess the biggest thing that's going on right now is the NBA and WA, NBA is salary, the difference in salaries. Now, some say, well, the quality of ball, you know, is different from the, w, the NBA and the WNBA. And honestly, I think the WNBA quality is better than the NBA quality because they actually play defense for a change. You know, everybody's not running down the court trying to shoot three-pointers and, uh, you know, slamming all that crap. Huh? Yeah, but but, the WNBA, it's like the soccer teams. The soccer teams are trying to do the same thing last year about, ah, oh, the wage gap, the wage gap. Yeah, you know, if yeah. you take the um, the Olympic soccer game, the soccer team, the female Olympic soccer team, and they try and they play a um, a very good high school team of boys, the boys win. Same thing with the WNBA. They play um, the high um, – you pick any high school champs and play the WNBA – I bet you the WNBA will win a few games, but I'll bet you the high school teams will probably win the majority of them. Well, Joe, you know, at one point I would have agreed with you, but um, from somebody that watches the WNBA, you know, actually mm. watches the WNBA, mm. uh, they go. I mean, college, yeah, but the, the high school boys, no. Those some I of them girls. Said, I should have said college. I was going a little yeah. bit too um, too deep. I yeah. should have said college. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Say college. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, some yeah. Some of the women in the but, WNBA. But see, but see they'd be and here's strap the thing, though. In the one in the weekend too. Okay. Well, we didn't cover that already, Pianki. Um. Anyway. Um. <laughs> the, the the WNBA. What they have started doing though. You know, because a lot of the WNBA's, the WNBA are in NBA cities. So a lot of times they practice against the guys, the, the, mm-hmm. the men's teams, you know, maybe the second, third string. You know, they practice against the guys. So I don't know. I mean, from from the, the, the start when you had Cheryl Swoops and all that, where you had just a few superstars, I mean, the league has, the WNBA has come a long way. But I want to talk about sports right now. Okay, let's get to um, something you was talking about, Joe, and I mm-hmm. told you we I found out something. Uh-huh. The mayor of Birmingham, Alabama, has decided to pardon 15,000 people with misdemeanor marijuana convictions. Remember we talked about that with them, um, with with the country, you know, moving toward the, the legalization of marijuana, uh, cannabis as they call it. Yeah. The mayor said the city will issue a blanket pardon to all convicted misdemeanor marijuana possession charges in municipal court between 1990 and 2020. The blanket pardon will not affect those open cases in municipal court. The cases must be resolved before a pardon can be issued. In other words, the ones that get the pardon right now, their cases have to be closed already, uh, adjudicated, as they say. <laughs> um, possession of marijuana remains illegal under state and federal law. Of course, we know that 16 states have approved the recreational use of marijuana, and 36 states, you know, have um, approved the the medical use. Yeah, and I don't want to those, say no. Yeah. What huh? about those in jail? No, if they if their cases aren't closed, no, they they don't get it. No. The, the cases have to be closed, well, adjudicated and everything. If, if anybody has been in prison as a result of it, do they well, get pardoned? No, no. no. And here's, here's, here's the thing. It has to be city municipal court. It has to be handled in, it, because it's the mayor. The mayor can't, cannot pardon anyone besides what has taken place in the city. 
it's an old crazy law they can't they had. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Let me let me see. Let me see if I find it. Yeah, Birmingham used a state law that allows the mayor to remit fines and commute sentences imposed in municipal court to craft a program for low level offenders. Yeah. So yeah, he, I mean those that's in state or federal prison, no, he, he can't do anything about that. But here's the thing. If you know, this is a start. I would think. Wouldn't you agree, Joe? It's a start. Yeah, because I don't. You know, I don't like the idea that people who have who are committing so nonviolent so-called crime just because they're uh, smoking a little bit of weed should be in jail or should be fined. So I'm I'm glad right. that um, uh, people who uh, you know who roll a joint they shouldn't be hassled by the cops. I'm glad of that. Well, I can agree on that too. But when it comes down to employment, they can't be held against them. Yeah, and the mayor said that's why he pardons people, because no one should be held up by a single past mistake. No one should be denied job opportunities or freedoms due to missteps from the past. No longer would these residents be bound to their past. So well, exactly you, what you just said, Yankee. If you still well, use it, look, it, it, it can that's because all you I know in the aviation, I know in the aviation of aviation field, you use the marijuana, you don't get your license is gonna be suspended. Well and, and right a lot of so. things. And it should. Yeah. 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 I mean in the aviation field, you know, you can't think take things like painkillers or um what uh, some type of aspirin so many hours before you you have to fly. Eight so hours I mean that makes sense drink. though. Yeah, that that makes sense though. <laughs> you know? I don't want no drug up there flying thing. me around. That's right. I really don't. Flat out on your head. Then, too, uh, well, if that's the case, when you go to buy car insurance, they look at what? Your driver's record. They go back five or seven years. Yeah. If you go to get a job in the post office or some other uh, institution where you're around sensitive uh, material, they'll send interviewers out in your community, and they will interview your neighbors uh, seeking information on your character. So how did all the politicians get in office then? People like emotional <laughs> Black Lives Matters voted for. Uh, <laughs> we got they got yes, a mayor in St. Louis that's uh, that's defunding the police. Uh, Ninety police officers are, uh, are going to be let go, and crime is is off the charts. You know, you know what though, and. I know some of y'all going to get mad at Mr. Talk for saying this, but I don't agree with the defund the police. I don't. I think that was a bad way, a term, use of a term. Now, reform the police department, I could get with that. You know, more training, you know, bringing more people trained to handle certain situations. But just to take money from them, no. Because no matter what anybody out there is yelling and screaming, when they get in trouble, the first thing they're going to call is 911. Let's be honest. Yeah, they're yeah, not going to call, call a social worker. What would a social worker have done in the case of uh, Micaiah? <laughs> she would have got caught Call 911. Call 911. Yeah, she would have gone out there and called 911. <laughs> but I mean, social workers on the job is costing money, ain't it, Eric? Well, first you got to find some. That's the other issue. You know, social workers, there's been a shortage in social work for a long time, you know. So you have to find some first. But, yeah, that's going to cost more money, too, because you got to pay them. And they aren't cheap. So you're right. 
No. They probably make more money than cops. Not necessarily. Not necessarily, Joe. No? No, no. For the ones working for, like, the city and stuff like that, social workers don't make as much as people think, you know, on the lower lower level. Now, if you're working for a big corporation, then maybe you do. You know, I I just I can't speak for the ones on the you know my end of the spectrum here. Yeah, they don't make as much people think. I'm going by limited experience because I was dating a speech pathologist a few years ago when she was making thirty five dollars an hour. Yeah, but how is she making that for eight hour a day? You know, blacks are overrepresented in that field. The social science, social workers, and psychologists. Yeah. You know, there's more social workers out of work than anything, you know, because they come out of college with their degrees and there's nowhere yeah. for them to go. Yeah. And then, they, and then what do they do? Now, taking us all the way back to the first thing I was talking about, what they do? They end up working for a CPS or the foster system, and that creates a whole other issue because they get burned out fast that way, overloaded with cases, mm-hmm. and then, bam, we have the Mackay Bryant situation where she goes from foster home to foster home and so forth and so on. Mm. You know, that's yeah. why I found it interesting that all of a sudden that the onus on, in that case has gone from the officer being guilty to shooting, you know, being you know, held responsible for shooting her to the investigation of the Ohio foster system. You know, just to blame it on somebody instead of saying, okay, look, we were wrong. You know, she shouldn't have did that. The officer was justified. Okay. No. Let's investigate the foster system. This has just changed the whole narrative. Oh, yeah. Take this well, guy down, and let's do this right here. And well, that's basically know, what they well, have done. You know, the press some point time, of apologizes. <laughs> yeah. But at some point in time, the suspect has to be complacent in the outcome that happens to them. You know, if you're not complying, you pulling away, jerking away, getting in your car, driving off, and you get—you have to be complacent. You have to be look. accountable for your complacency and what you've done that God, created their ultimate outcome. Okay, I was trying to look, wonder. Look, what, look, I was, thinking, I was there, trying to wonder what you were saying. Yeah, you, but, but, yeah, there's, yeah. but but there's there's that's not something. What you just said is nothing I haven't said before. Correct, Joe? Oh, I yeah, have said. You've been saying we, it. We, um, yeah, yeah you know. Your, the actions of some of them people ended up in the result that it did because the, their action caused the reaction. Simple. You know, yeah, I know people don't like saying that. Yeah, no, but they still shouldn't have. Well, he should have got his behind in the car once they, they handcuffed him. You know, what you getting in the car running off, driving away for, trying to drive away? You surrounded by police. What you think they're going to do? Well, they didn't have to shoot him. You're fleeing, dumb, dumb. You have resisted arrest. You're fleeing. What you think they're going to do? You know, you, yeah, if you they run right. your plates. Yeah. If they run your now, plates and the, and the computer information come back that you are a, or a felony warrant and you have had gun charges, so, well, that cop is not going to get out the car with a taser in their hand. They're going to have guns. Yeah. No, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you go that far now, I'm not saying that she was justified for pulling that weapon and talking about it was a taser. Because I can't see where you couldn't tell the difference on that one. But what I'm saying is, if he would have just went ahead and continued to let them handcuff him, we've been, we wouldn't even probably be talking about this arrest. That's what I'm saying. Well, I, you know, when you look at her, she had a, a taser in her holster with the butt forward, so she would have had to 
draw it with her dominant hand, which was the right one. <clears throat> but that's another thing. But what you said, see, it's it's the cause and the effect. Hey, if Correct. he had it done like that's you it. said, it never would have got to that point. Right. The same thing with uh, with with um the sixteen year old. If them grown men would have gone ahead and stopped it before it eat, like you said, before it got outside, or even after she knocked the other little girl down, she she probably be alive today. But nobody wants to mention that or that because they're too busy trying to find fault in something that they have been uh, conditioned to find fault in. Same and thing with Blake. Situation. Blake mm-hmm. had a court order not to show up at that uh, party, that birthday party for the kids. What birthday party? Okay, who's Blake guy, number one? Blake, the I, I guy, I think, I don't know what city it is. He's the one that had the knife in his belt and got better to get back in his car. Oh, yeah, cop. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know about that one. Um, um, yeah. I'm not familiar with that case at all. Well, you know, and looking at that video, I, you know, really, you can't tell what was really going on. You really can't. You really can't because you see the you see him go to the you see him go to the car. Okay, he bent down inside the car. Then you hear commands. Then you hear the shots. Okay, Um, I I didn't know he didn't have a court order, but the question still is, is what was he in the car doing? You know, what was he down bent down for? And if he didn't have a court order, I mean, if he did have a court order against, you no, know, not going to the party or being in, you know, so many feet of, of whoever he was seeing, then he shouldn't have been there. It's simple. You know, a lot of them cases, and and that's the one you, you see. There's another case in uh, Nashville where the police pulled a woman over, a black woman. Yeah. And uh, remember the one she got out the car and asked the police off because she go to use the bathroom? <laughs> you see that then she walks he gets a purse and going through it on the trunk and finds yeah. drugs in it. And yeah. she's walking yeah. around then the next thing he's chasing her around the car. She yeah. comes in and get in the driver's side again. She kept trying to get in there. Then she go in there and get a gun. Yeah. And first and he was gonna, he fired at him. first. Yeah, she shot him. And he yeah. shot back shot with back. a fatal yeah. 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 Yep. Why is she just, know, and when he came out with them handcuffs, man, she went berserk. It's something wrong with, something about these people that they don't want to be handcuffed. What is it? Well, now, in the words, uh, um, I, I, I can picture Dr. Umar Johnson saying it's a, uh, it's a, 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 a system that dates back to the days of slavery when we used to be bound and marched through the city center and put on parade that we as a people have problems with handcuffs today. Now, that's what he probably would say. What I'm going to say is they're just crazy as hell. You know, going to get, I mean, it's Put you, let them go on and arrest you. You know you're wrong. You got the drugs. You ain't supposed to be having the drugs, okay? Go on and go to jail. Post your bail, and you fight. To, you live to fight another day. No. No, like I said a couple of weeks ago, sometimes the only thing you got to do is shut up. That's all you got to do, shut up. Yes, officer, no officer, have a good day. 
Bye, boom, and you're gone. No, you want to start a confrontation. Yes, it's it's up to the officers to, officers to de-escalate, but once a lot of people get fired up and full of venom and whatever, they're not trying to de-escalate no matter how calm you are. Yeah, no, I mean, what you stopping yeah. me for? But then you yeah, you you make the bonehead move of pulling a weapon out. What you think he gonna do? You pull a weapon out? Yes, I know people. There are instances out there where white folk have pulled you know weapons on officers. Yes, yeah, some have drug them down the road, and the officer never fired. Okay, that was an officer under you know he kept his cool or whatever. However, we talking about. The things we do that es- de- that escalate a situation more, knowing that you are not white. Okay, I'm just gonna put it out there. I can't. And I'm gonna say like this. I'm gonna say this. I see videos where white folks shot in the back, upside the head, and everything else. You never see that on the news. That does and, not and, promote. It, that does not promote the division. Is the division that they want this country to remain at. That's why. That is why. Let's let's gonna be honest. If this country ever decided to get together and say, you know, enough of this crap, you know, we're not gonna yeah. we're not going for this no more. It'll be it'll be and, better. But it's easier to find fault in the other side because that's what you see every day. Congress for one, the Democrats, the Republicans, the Democrats, Republicans, the White House, the Democrat, the Republicans, um, even in your local government, the Democrat, the Republican. You know, either uh, you got to be labeled something, you got to belong to one or the other. You can't get along with everybody, right? Wrong. You can you can you have a disagreement and cop. still get along. Huh? You, look at that case with that lieutenant and that cop at the end, the fat one, was trying to talk the lieutenant out of telling. <laughs> you, you know, if you see no, that, I'm, that, I kid, didn't see that one. It, yeah, they stopped the lieutenant. He he had he had dark windows, and he pulled up into a lighted area, which was a BP station. And the old cop pepper sprayed him while he was sitting there in his seat. Oh, you know, oh, you're talking about the military guy. Yeah. yeah. And at the end, this damn cop that was doing the pepper spray, the older cop, the younger cop, he was just, mm-hmm. you know, he tried to tell the man, don't tell. If you don't talk about this, everything will go away. And all, he sure. was on camera. On video saying that. <laughs> well, but I mean that goes to prove that. You can't get no that, more stupid. Well, that goes to prove some of them aren't honest, and you know that that where you have the dialogue of the bad cop, you know, and what have you. Yeah, yeah. Good thing for cameras on that one. But anyway, moving right along real quick. Got about twenty minutes left. Um, the FDA says it will ban menthol cigarettes and all flavored cigars. The Food and Drug Administration said Thursday that it would propose a policy to ban menthol cigarettes and all flavored cigars within a year. Um, More than 85% of black Americans who smoke report using menthol products. Um, Yeah, and they say basically doing that will save the lives of, (laughs) I mean, this is what they said now. I'm not making this up. Um, Janet Woodcock, the acting FDA commissioner, uh, said that banning menthol, the last allowable flavor in cigarettes, and banning all flavors in cigars will help save lives, particularly among those disproportionately affected by these toxic products. 
Okay. I thought that I was, was a topic about two or three years ago. Yeah. Well, they come back to it. Yeah, 2013. Yeah, well, they've come back to it now. Oh, <laughs> again. Well, here's the point. Oh, geez. That's stupid, too, Eric. That, You're right. Grown, first that of all, is stupid. grown people, only grown-ups, adults, supposed to smoke. They've already got them labels and all that written on the pack and warnings and so forth. Now you're going to tell adults what they should and should not be doing as far as their own health? Those people are grown. If they want to smoke cigarettes <laughs> with menthol, leave them the hell alone. I agree with you. (laughs) I agree with you. A study cited by FDA suggests that banning menthol cigarettes in the U.S. would lead roughly roughly 923,000 smokers to quit. I don't know who they're lying to on that one. Including 230,000 black Americans in the first year and a half. Another study projects that 633,000 tobacco-related deaths would be averted. The Biden administration is still considering regulations to cut allowable nicotine levels in cigarettes. Um, the guy said, we have not finished deliberations on that matter yet. So, <laughs> you, you know, and the thing is, as they said, the majority of black people smoke menthol cigarettes. Whether they are Newports, well, that's the main one, Newports, Cools, Salem, Virginia Slims. You know, it got so bad that even Marlboro came out with a menthol cigarette at one time. Yes. You know, oh, if you're in the, the Army, you know about all the, these uh, brands. Where's huh? the outcry on that? What's going to be next, Joe? You can't have sex on the ironing board for fear it's going to collapse? Not so well, what's according- already here, not just next. <clears throat> Fauci has already said, if you're going to have sex, wear a mask. Well, maybe maybe his woman that ugly, where he he feels he had to wear a mask. <laughs> maybe she's been wearing a mask. Yeah, I don't know. He does a lot of things. Hey, yeah, we may have talked about this. Eric, did you see the picture or the video of the guy uh, swimming with the mask on? Watch that. Huh? He was in a pool with the mask on. Wow. No, I said that. Uh, now, you talk about brain, you talk uh, about emotional, right? You talk about brainwashing? Oh, my Jesus Christ. Uh Damn, look like Bill Gates and Melinda Gates are splitting up after 27 years. They are. You know what? Eric, do you have a soundboard or a synthesizer or something? Say what, PNK? He said that Bill and Melinda Gates are uh, breaking up. Okay, you sound like you're underwater now, Eric. Something happened to your soundboard or something? Uh, Black Talk Radio's fucking up again. Jesus. I can't hear anybody. Anybody hear me? Well, I can't hear you. Yeah, I hear you. That's Eric. All right, I can hear you, Pianki. Eric, nobody can hear you if you're trying to talk.
you know, somebody should buy Blog Talk Radio and actually fix this platform up so that it'll operate properly. Biden is eyeing capital gains tax as high as 43.4%. These people go crazy with this shit, man. Of course. You know, it don't make no sense what the Democrats do. Do people realize they give away money? You got people making more money with the giveaway and unemployment where they ain't going to work. Now when people out here having some people live, I know a person just quit his job and started doing stocks. But this is ridiculous. Why are you taxing capital gains? It's, capital gains should be taxed no higher than your regular income. Capital gains to me shouldn't be even taxed at all. As a matter of fact, most of the taxes that we have to endure aren't even necessary. You get rid of the Federal Reserve, you don't have to worry about a damn thing. You know what's next, don't you? Mm. When you sell your house, if you sell your house for more than you bought it, paid for it, they want to tax that. That's the yep. damn Democrats. Yeah, they were talking about that. Yeah, they want to raise the uh, what they call the death tax. People, see, and the people that who voted for Biden, who thought that he was great, and thought that uh, socialism was great, they... <laughs> Arrogant trying to he's trying to get back in line. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Tell him that story you were telling me. Uh, Block Talk did a uh, did mess up. Couple boys clock out about five thirty five trying to put a little hammer. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 